0: Hello, I'm Sarah Landon, and I'm so happy to welcome you to the Journey of the Master podcast. This podcast was created to guide you to remember the infinite wisdom that lies within you, to reconnect to the master that you already are, and to realize yourself as creator within your own creation of reality. For more free resources and information on our books, courses, and master's class program, please visit saralandon.com. I hope you enjoy this episode of Journey of the Master. There comes a time when no matter what, you just have to awaken. It's just time. It's time to live your purpose. It's time to live your truth.
1: The words, all of us have greatness inside of us. Whatever greatness means for you, it's different for everybody. And no one person, nobody is better than anybody else. But you're going to get over time these fantastic or phantasmic words, and you're not going to believe them. You're going to think that's coming from my ego. Ego never pats you on the back. Ego never loves you up. Ego never tells you honestly how great you are.
0: So hello, everybody, and welcome to the journey of the master podcast. I'm Sarah Landon, and I'm so happy to be here on this very special episode today. In this month, we are featuring the teaching of shining brightly and be all that you are. And I am so excited that today, We are talking to someone who absolutely embodies that teaching. Michael Sandler, host of Inspire Nation show and many other things which we will talk about today. Recently, I had the great joy of being a guest on his podcast and now so excited to have him here to talk about how to become a modern mystic, his amazing book on automatic writing and so much more. So, Michael, every time I have seen an episode of Inspire Nation, it starts out, are you ready to shine? So how perfect to have you on this month. Hi, Michael. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Outdone by the master. I like it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So happy you are here. So if people ask the question, uh, what does it mean to say shine brightly? Or are you ready to shine? What does that mean to you?
1: That means the universe is coming through you, who and what you truly are, because you are pure luminosity, you are pure light, you are the universe that is glowing, that suns are just, they're little specks, little portals into this glowing light that's kind of behind, if you imagine a black screen with tiny little pinpricks, and those are the sunlight, but what's behind it is you. And so as we clear away, we'll use a good Buddhist terms, the layers of obscuration, the layers of um, limiting beliefs of who and what we are, or believe we are, all of a sudden, this glowing light starts to appear and grows brighter and brighter and brighter still until, you know, the old expression, it's so bright, you got to wear shades, which is what is your true nature is that amazing light.
0: Mm, I love that said perfectly. Thank you so much. So I want to jump right in and talk about how to become a modern mystic because when we talk about really living your mastery, I think this is a perfect way to begin. So what does that mean? Tell us more.
1: To become a modern mystic and, and everybody here is a mystic in training, meaning we have this latent tendency to become a mystic. First off, how do you know that you're a mystic in latency or a mystic in training. You're an empath, you're extra sensitive to everyone and everything around you. You have heightened sensitivity. You wouldn't be listening to Sarah. You certainly wouldn't be listening to me if you didn't have this extra sensitivity. We just don't know how to focus it yet and put it to best use. And so at very best, it's hard. It's hard going around this world where you can see more, feel more, hear more, sense more. You feel more on edge because there's so much overload of information coming in until we begin to focus it. Like we were saying earlier, there's a benefit to having a 10 year old or being overtired. You get to focus all of your energy. <laughs> and then it's it's sort of like taking diffuse light. You focus, it, it becomes a laser beam. So how do we do it? One of the amazing techniques or one of the first techniques, and I'm biased, I consider it amazing, is automatic writing a process where each morning you get up and begin writing to spirit and spirit writes you back and you start getting bathed in the energy the energy of the words from spirit. You can do it with meditation. You can do it certainly literally. Going out, hug a tree. Have a conversation with the tree. That will help you become a mystic. Look at St. At, uh, Francis, for instance. There are many ways to get here. But when you begin connecting to spirit, you start going into the place of no mind. And I'm not talking about having to be a great meditator. That's cool. Great meditator is cool. But what we're really wanting to do is get you both here and the other side of the veil. I call a mystic, someone who sees without eyes, hears without ears, knows without thought, always present on both sides of the veil. It's as if you're both sitting in this chair and you're on a hovercraft or a magic carpet a thousand feet up below and looking back at yourself and looking back at your life. So, or looking back at the rooster who is singing to us right now. We start connecting with spirit on a daily basis and then we use one of many different exercises to get ourselves outside of ourselves this world we can call it a matrix if we want or you know any any big bad ooga booga word world on one level, it's a teaching school, so it's all perfect, just as it is. Forgive me, everybody. It is all perfect, just as it is, even in, in its chaos, its muck, its mire, its hate, its fear, its everything. On the other hand, it is an over um, it's an overloaded assault on the sensory, on the nervous system, to keep you from waking up to who and what you are until you want it badly enough. And you say, no, Mas, I'm not going to take it anymore. I have to figure out how to get out of the matrix, how to wake up to a greater reality. And then we start to play.
0: Yeah. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. I love that definition of the modern mystic. And oftentimes the council refers to this ascended master self as this part of us that has such great love for humanity or for the animals or for the planet this incredible love and compassion and i think you illustrated that perfectly some of us have felt this our entire life and we don't even know why we feel such love but that often can be uh, met with great sadness for what you might be observing in the world or in your own life and i love what you said just No matter what, you just have to awaken. It's just time. It's time to live your purpose. It's time to live your truth. And I love so much that you have written a book on automatic writing. It was definitely part of my journey to channeling the council. although at the time, I had no idea what was happening. I would wake up in the middle of the night, actually, and I just had this energy come through, and I had to write. And for me at that time, mornings probably wouldn't have worked because I was in the corporate world. I had a very busy household. And so it just happened for me to be in the middle of the night, but I would write and write and write and I would wake up the next morning and read it and it was truly these messages from some higher place but that really was a door opener for me and so writing an entire book on automatic writing and I have lots of questions about the book, but you also just recently did a automatic writing adventure with Mike Dooley as well as a program, Uh, you've been a very busy guy in addition to having a beautiful new baby and a new home and so many things going on so Tell us a little bit more about how you got into writing a book on automatic writing. You are the expert on automatic writing. Uh, Where do you want to begin?
1: Well, I want to actually back up. So you may need to repeat the question in just a minute, but I want to go back to you being woken up by the council in the middle of the night. So clearly they had chosen you because you had said at some point, it was probably out of frustration, I can't take it anymore. And all of a sudden they come knocking on the door and they go, hello, we've got another way for you. And so they were kind of ushering you out of the corporate world. But both, I know that they were speaking to you in words. And when you read it in the morning, you probably had no idea what you had written the night before. And you're going, oh, my God but they were actually also speaking to you in energy attunement or alignment, a vibratory Absolutely. energy. Mm-hmm. So every single day that you dove in, when you woke up in the middle of the night going, I'm too tired to write, your energy, Sarah, is starting to go up and up and up until you could no live longer live The banal, the basic existence that you ever lived before because you had shifted too far. And at that point, kind of a a, a glass bridge appeared Mm -hmm. for you to walk across because you're now vibrating at the higher level. That's what happens for all of us when we start bathing in this new language that's coming from spirit. It goes supra beyond the word. In fact, when I wrote automatic writing, It was supposed to come out at the beginning of COVID, and I yanked it back from my publisher, yanked it back from my editor. My poor editor, I loved her so much. Sandy, I still love her so much, um, was aghast. Why are you pulling the book back, Michael? Well, because it's not about the word. It's a writing book that's not about the writing. It's about the energy behind it. Or as I like to say, Sarah, and I say to Jessica, my wife, all too many times, language is not my first language language is none of our first language it is a feeling felt state at a higher vibrational level mm-hmm. and so i wanted to help teach people about this vibration so that they could get in alignment or attunement with it and that unlocks the tumblers to everything With that said, the book itself, I like to say that after I started really bathing in this energy on a daily basis, and it changed my whole life, that the angels and guides told me I had to write it, which is true. But I had a discussion with my wife about this just yesterday, Sarah. Mm -hmm. And she is what we affectionately call the truth police. (laughs) (laughs) And the truth police says, I was telling you that sooner. I was telling you at least a year before the Angels and Guides. And I had fought her tooth and nail. You got the wrong guy. I'm a former running coach, an athletic coach, a life coach, a career coach. I am not an Angels and Spirit Guides coach. Are you insane? But they kept on me and it took four years and like four and a half attempt, although the fish keeps getting bigger and bigger, it took a lot of attempts for the book to come out. Because my egoic mind was resistant, A. And B, when I opened up to writing it, it was sort of like this is one of the hottest days of the year for many people on the, in the North American continent. It was sort of like opening the fire hydrant to dance in it with a crowbar. It's either fully closed or fully opened. And if you're trying to write a book from a fire hydrant that's fully opened, good luck. <laughs> a thousand pages spill out before you and you go, what do I do with this wet sopping mess? So I had to learn how to meter that and have some great editorial assistance to be able to bring that in. Now, when I write five, six, seven years down the road since then, it has a pinpoint laser accuracy to it, which it didn't in the beginning.
0: Thank you for sharing that with us. Really, really powerful. So let me back up just one moment. For those who may not know or be familiar with it, what exactly is automatic writing?
1: Automatic writing. First off, I'm going to differentiate it. It's an interesting way to make the uh, the uh, description. Automatic writing is not journaling. It is not a process of I did this, I did that, I, 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 Captain. It is a process where you get in a, I'll put it in quotes, meditative state You don't need to be able to meditate at all, but you get in this quiet state. You put on some headphones with some theta brain entrainment music so that your mind goes to la-la land. You put pen to paper, you write out a few prayers, kind of putting you in this ceremonial state. It's a ritual. You ask your angels or guides, what do I need to know today? And they write back it's okay, dear one. You are loved. Get some rest. Everything will be good. Here's what you get to know for today. And yesterday, you experienced this synchronicity with a bird. Let's share what took place and what you can learn from it. And on and on it goes. And over time, very much like Neil Donald Walsh in Conversations with God, You can have conversations, be in communion, high level conversation with the council, with angels, with guides, with loved ones who passed on. I had on this week, Stephen Greer on the show, one of the world's leading ufologists. You can go to ETs and write to them and go, you know, first off, why haven't you blasted earth out of the sky? (laughs) And what do you want us to learn? All out of love. This is like the ultimate teaching vehicle of love because we came from love. We are love. We couldn't be anything other than love. The words may be strong. I'm sure the council has words for you on occasion, but always done from a loving, kind, and gentle place. All without thought. You don't have to work to write. You don't have to listen to write. You don't have to focus to write. In fact, my favorite times doing automatic writing were in Jessica, my wife, Jessica's old college chair, which we've been traveling a bunch. We don't have it with us anymore. And uh, in in all deference to Stevie Wonder, and I love you, Stevie up (laughs) above, I would sit back in this college chair and I'd have my eyes just about closed. And I just be rocking back and forth and the words come out of me left and right and I'm blown away at what I look at. And I'm in a rhythm with the universe. And the universe you get in frequency, it's like getting on your greatest ride. And the words just start to spill out on the page. And then you look at it and you go, I can't believe this. But no, you don't say, I can't believe this which is the zombie energy that we have today. Look at how many zombie movies are out there. We're being trained to be zombies. Instead, you get a, I can't believe this because you're now resonating at that higher frequency.
0: Yeah, awesome. Speaking of awesome, on page 118, you talk about the awesome experience is born. So tell us about your first automatic writing experience.
1: My first automatic writing experience went great and horrifically. It went great in that I was in a class um, of learning how to communicate with the Ascendant Masters, with the librarians, or Akashic Masters, librarians of the universe. And we had an opportunity, we were brought in a deep meditative state, this group of us, and we got to write, do automatic writing. And then we had to read it back to the class. My ego had a field day with this because it said that I was going to be a teacher, was going to be a leader, was going to be speaking before thousands, thousands of people from on a mountaintop up on high. (gasps) My greatest fear wound is public shame and embarrassment. I can't watch a movie that's based on a premise of a lie. I will be hiding under the table. I just can't even watch the thing. And here I was aghast that I like stolen the show and said how special I was before everybody through my writing. And so I, I got pissed off. I didn't do it for at least a year and a half. I was so upset with myself. And then finally, because I was living on Maui, which you think is like Nirvana, but I'm running out of funds. I'd been injured with my second near death experience. So many things are going wrong. I went back into automatic writing and kind of worked with the process a little bit. I was kind of working to make it my own. And I'm um, going to the angels and guides rather than the Akashic masters. And I got the same damn thing. <laughs> Hope I can say that. I got, I got you're going to be a teacher. You're going to be a leader. You're going to be speaking before thousands and thousands from a mountaintop up on high. And I was like, not again. And so I put it down again until I had a, uh, a past life regression from a, uh, somebody who had been trained directly by Dolores Cannon. Kind of the, we could say, mother of past life uh, regressions. And I got the same thing again. Be a leader, you'll be a teacher. So let's fast forward. Many years later, I'm living just outside Aspen, Colorado, in our dream home. I have have gone to the uh, Nobel Peace Prize uh, World Summit as an invited guest. I am a teacher of all these amazing courses around the world. I have the number one podcast, spiritual self-help podcast in the world. And I'm living on a mountaintop, speaking before thousands (laughs) of people. You can't make this stuff up. And you go, ah, I get it. What does this mean? It means when you dive in. You ain't going to believe what you hear. The words, all of us have greatness inside of us. Whatever greatness means for you, it's different for everybody. And no one person, nobody is better than anybody else. But you're going to get over time these fantastic or phantasmic words, and you're not going to believe them. You're going to think that's coming from my ego. Mm -hmm. Ego never pats you on the back. Ego never loves you up. Ego never tells you honestly how great you are. Ego will bring you to your knees. (laughs) We'll put you in line with we'll say you shoulda, woulda, coulda, but we'll never give you these kind, loving words. I am sure that the council spoke to you and told you this work you would be doing. And I don't know about you, but you were probably going, <clears throat> um, <laughs> going I must have made that up.
0: Oh, yes. In fact, uh, I loved reading your book on automatic writing, the automatic writing experience, because on page 244, you talk about what is your mission statement and using automatic writing to connect with your mission statement. And I had to laugh because, in fact, when I was doing automatic writing, almost the exact same words that you shared about your mission statement were what was coming through to me. You're here to raise people's. Vibrations. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You're here to elevate humanity.
1: You know my mission. You're here
0: to shift consciousness. Oh my God. And guide leaders (laughs) and great change makers. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you word for word, these were the same messages that were coming through to me, including Sarah Landon is a spiritual teacher, which I went what are they talking about? I'm not a (laughs) spiritual teacher. I didn't even know what it meant to raise people's vibration or to raise consciousness or to elevate humanity. And I thought great leaders and change makers and way showers, how on earth, I have no idea. And fast forward, I had a very similar experience of you. One day I went, oh my gosh, everything they said, including if you will just live this wisdom that comes through in your automatic writing, you will live a life beyond your wildest dreams. And I think you would probably agree with me. Uh, And in fact, I'm just gonna, I know that you will. How this changes your life beyond your wildest dreams, uh, things you couldn't have even imagined that all come forth as a result of tuning in to this source energy and this wisdom and these messages that are there and available for everyone. But I had the almost exact same words come through uh, time and time again. And so I loved reading that part. It was on page 244 when you talked about your mission statement, because I went, oh, I had the exact same experience. I love that. And I get it. If you're someone that You have no idea how you're going to get from where you are to these things that they're saying. Um, Just trust the the
1: process. As they tell me the details are none of our business. Isn't exactly. that crazy? Yes. The details are none of our darn business. And if you go into the details, you stop being in that heart-centered space. Mm-hmm. You stop being in the light and you start going into the mind, which is throwing a dark cloak over everything. Yeah. yeah. And you block yourself off from possibility. Yeah. Oh, totally.
0: And And I believe that in the moment you try to figure it out, you're just limiting it. These things come in ways that your logical mind could never figure out. So, I want to expand upon this a little bit more. Go for it. Because you talk about uh, manifestation and manifesting what you desire through automatic writing. And I loved on page 231, you talked about writing a letter from your future self and that it's one of your favorite exercises. You're not writing a letter to your future self, but how do you write a letter from your future self?
1: You ask your future self to come in, you invoke or call in your future self. And you can say as simply as what do I need to know? Or where am I going? Or how do I simply take the next step? So let's drop the bombshell, Sarah. August 30th, is my last regularly scheduled interview. Hmm. I will do very rare occasional rock star, I put that in quotes, interviews after that, what's pulling on my heart. But I get to stop, pull back, do more of this, talking with you, for mm-hmm. instance. This is this is glorious, but more speaking the words that are coming through me rather than someone else's words. And can you repeat the exact question? I want, I want your wording again.
0: Well, you were sharing that one of your favorite exercises is yes. future writing self. a letter from your future self. How do you my, write a letter from your future self?
1: My future self, when I invoke him in, will say, Michael, this is your next step. Don't worry about how to get there. It's time for you to write. It's time for you to speak. It's time for you to pull back. You will be taken care of. Everything will be fine. What's that next step? Clear your calendar and write. Mm -hmm. And so my future self, we all have these these, uh, wounds and blocks that prevent us from seeing where we're going or tell us we can't get there. Your future self, and yes, there are unlimited futures, but what you're calling in is the future self that's here for your highest good and the highest good of all or something better. You're calling in the best of the best of the best of yourself. And you're saying, how did I get there? And you're given the exact breadcrumb you need to help you to step forward. Now, A, this is a teaching tool. So nothing will be spoon fed to you or you won't progress. You won't ascend, whatever that means to you. You will not expand your energy to who and what you're capable of being. Secondly, if everything is given to you, there's no need to step forward. So my future self has all of this wisdom behind him or behind her, and can look at my life and say, this is what, looking at the little child, if, you, if, I, if I take my, my baby, Hannah, who will probably surpass me in every means possible, but it's up to her, I, I have no say in the matter, whatever she wants is perfect. But if I try to lay out everything for her, I will overwhelm her, freeze her in her tracks, and crack her, mm-hmm. although she's saying, that's just not possible, I could hear her <laughs> already. <laughs> You're not gonna crack me, dad, but with that said, If our future self gave all the steps, why are we going to do it? Yeah. Your future self will give you just what you need to get you over that wall that you couldn't see beyond what I call the event horizon to play on the other side.
0: Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. I want to go back to something you said. You said the message that came through was to Mm -hmm. clear your calendar, make some changes. Sort of go against what has been uh, what you've known and what you've done for quite some time now. And the message came through that everything will be taken care of. I had a very similar message. The council shares this all the time. If you will step into a higher level of consciousness, follow this guidance, your well-being and your abundance is assured. Everything you need will be there when you need it. I know there's a lot of people that are hearing this and saying, how do I know for sure that if I follow this guidance and these messages, that what I need will actually be there when I need it?
1: I'm not a blind faith kind of guy, Sarah. I am a, we'll use a probably a made up word, negotiator. <laughs> First off. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm going to negotiate <laughs> and say, well, what if I just kind of hedge my bet and step forward a little bit? Cause this is over a year and a half before we've gotten to this place where they finally just tighten screws enough. They probably done this to you too. Mm. a little bit more comfortable, a little bit more uncomfortable. until you get to a certain point of the discomfort of not following them. And there's, there's Rue who's hearing the energy. The discomfort of not following them is a, uh, greater than the discomfort of making that leap at the same time i will ask to be given again those breadcrumbs or those cookies there's some sort of sign i call them the three s's sign symbols and synchronicities mm-hmm. to let me know i'm on track and on path and they have come through left right and center a call from mike dooley for instance Hello, how does it get any better than this? And on and on it goes where uh, abundance and opportunity start coming to me that I couldn't even have imagined because it's not coming from me. And I know, for instance, I'm doing my best to uphold my commitment to make it through the end of August. And and the angels and guides are like, it's okay if you don't, it's okay. I'm doing my best. It just feels... It feels good. And it feels really difficult to me because when the shift takes place, you want to change. But I know that the doors to universe will throw themselves open as I go to where my higher self and higher team wants rather than what I want.
0: Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you so much for that. I think that will help a lot of people. I'm going to shift gears a little bit because- you mentioned Mike Dooley. We both, um, dearly love Mike Dooley. Absolutely. I met you through Mike Dooley. Uh, you recently did a automatic writing adventure with Mike Dooley, a program coming up. Uh, many people were part of the art of channeling course that I did with Mike Dooley. And we talked about how to really open up your connection to source. Mm-hmm. And I, believe that automatic writing is just a form of harnessing that source energy, another form of channeling. And one of the things that has completely changed my life is knowing that we can connect to our loved ones on the other side, no matter what. And I will say my very first experience of connecting to the other side, as we talked about when I was on your podcast or your show, Inspire Nation, that you can find on YouTube, I shared the story of my brother and when he passed and the experience I had. But since then, the number one tool that I have for not experiencing grief, sadness, separation, overwhelm, is the process of automatic writing. When someone I love makes their transition, or if I feel the need to really connect with someone on the other side, and I, I will even include in that, one of the processes that I use in my own relationships is to go to the higher self of people in my life for a message. And, in particular, my, my boyfriend, my significant other, if I'm feeling any sort of thing in our relationship, I sit down and I tune into his higher self and I ask for a message. And it always just brings me into a whole new level of awareness and love. But a few months ago, I had a very dear friend who made his transition quite suddenly. And the, I spent the last day of his life with him and his family, which was just such a loving um, experience. And I felt so honored to be there with him and with them. I woke up the next morning to a message that he had made his transition in the night. And I allowed my human to have a little time to oh, nice. process that and just feel what it was like to be in this world without the human that I knew and loved so much. But the very next thing that I did is walk into my office and sit down and get out some paper and say, okay, give me a message. And instantly came through. I wrote and I wrote and I wrote. I got to the end, the energy receded, I read it back. And from that moment, I have not had one second of grief or sadness. He is with me all the time. I shared the message with his wife and his daughters. Uh, I shared a version of that when I did a eulogy at his celebration of life. Mm -hmm. But this is one of the things that has taken my life to a whole nother level to know that in any moment, not only can you connect with your loved ones on the other side, but you can connect with the higher self of anyone at any time. So you say the biggest challenge, with that is belief and actually believing it. So can you talk more about this?
1: I can, and it's interesting. A buzzer has just gone off in the kitchen and I love the synchronicity when things like this take place, who's trying to reach out to us. Let me back up for a moment. And you're probably familiar with my story in, or our story in the last few years. We had three miscarriages, we had twins on board until December 21st, 2022, when we were told that the only way to save one of our twins was to let go of the other. And we had to make a decision in a sense to pull the plug on one of our twins. It's a decision I wish on no one, never, ever. And there, there are tears coming, but I'm not sad. It's a sad moment when you tap into it. However, I was able to go into automatic writing after it was our daughter Miraku, after our daughter Miraku transitioned.
0: Hmm.
1: She hasn't left my side. Every time I go into automatic writing, she steals the show. Now, she's like, "Why are you writing to your angels and guides? I'm right here. I'll speak for everybody. They're all by your side. I've got them. That's the whole. in, in, In my case, it's like a boardroom, like a council. I've got everybody here. I'll answer for them." Says Miraku, and she is so loud and so boisterous and so supportive and so loving. There is no way my conscious mind could have made this up. It's just not possible because of the energy. So Bring it full circle to the beginning of today. The energy behind it. We can't fake energy. We don't have that ability. How do the words feel? If you're in a place of grief and you write to someone and it's not actually coming from them, do you think you can trick yourself into feeling good? you're in grief. What about those stages? Go read a book on how you're going to be in grief forever, for years. But if you read it back, and your heart feels good, or your heart feels expansive, you can still have tears. I lost my daughter. You can still have tears. But when you're like, wow, 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 it's not coming from you, the proof is there in the energy. And she is there, as I'm sure your friend is, she is there now, every single, Day. I wrote to her this morning. I don't even need to read to her because you and I can well channel now. Yes. You do this for long enough, and first you get a five. First you get a dial-up connection, and then you get a little <laughs> bit stronger. Then you get a fiber-optic cable, and now I call it a fiber-optic tunnel. You can walk through the tunnel. And so she's there by my side and can speak to me at any moment's notice and does. She also calls me on stuff on a regular basis. And she speaks for my daughter, Hannah, because they're twins. They're like twin flames, twin souls. And so she can speak for my daughter, Hannah, as well. And (laughs) it's like, you can't stop them, the amount of words that come through. And it's beautiful and it's awesome. And there's no way it can come from your thinking mind.
0: Yeah. I Totally agree. And just go with it. If you think you're making it up, if you think you made it up, I loved what you said, you can't fake energy. That love is real. That love is real, period.
1: And a big question to ask is, where did your imagination come from? Mm -hmm. It didn't come from you. By definition, imagination is a bolt out of the blue, you're thinking about one thing, something entirely different came to you, you become an antenna or a tuning fork. So get it all down. Don't worry about it being true. The overarching theme, because your thinking mind might get involved, particularly as you're starting into a process like automatic writing. Thinking mind will try to hijack things, but the general theme, this overarching theme and energy, you'll know is real. You'll be able to sense it, to feel it, to bathe in it, and you'll go, "I couldn't have thought of that." When, when our pet mole, a little vole, ooh, the cutest little thing, when he passed away years ago, and I'll say, way too young for a vole. When he passed away, he came to me in automatic writing. And first off, he didn't want me to feel guilty that I couldn't save his life. And he said, Daddy, I'm on the other side now. And I'm running and playing and jumping and flying. Daddy, do you want to know how to fly? Yeah, Molly. Just let go of the ground. <laughs> There's no way that was coming from me, <laughs> yeah, you want to fly, you let go of the ground, and that's where yeah. we all are. And I'm going, all right, done deal, That ain't from me.
0: Yeah, oh my gosh, I love this. The automatic writing experience book. If anyone uh is looking to do automatic writing, go deeper into automatic writing, connect with your loved ones on the other side, connect with your future self write your mission statement, open up the source energy, uh, get the automatic writing experience and you can go to Mm -hmm. automaticwriting.com, inspirenationshow.com to get the book. Uh, I have a couple more questions about it and we're gonna kind of just weave them into some of the other things I wanna talk about too. So again, our dear, wonderful friend, Mike Dooley, who you've just done the automatic writing adventure and you've got a program coming up, which we're gonna talk about. Uh, Mike and I did some events last year. We're in the process of publishing a book together with Hay House. But Mike also is hosting an awakening adventure with six channels where he is going to be interviewing these channels. This starts on August 2nd and goes through the end of August. And on August 16th, uh, Mike will be interviewing me and the council and talking about awakening, enlightenment, ascension, living as our Ascended Master selves. And I want to ask you this question on page 141 of the book. You talk about automatic writing for enlightenment. Mm -hmm. We talked about being a modern mystic. Can someone have an enlightening experience, a profound mystical experience through automatic writing? Tell me more about that.
1: I would say it's pretty much guaranteed. We are all enlightened. We are all in the light. We just have forgotten it. So when you dive into a process like automatic writing, you've got your foot in the door and you've primed the pump. You just keep pumping, and all of a sudden, the water is going to flow. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to drive for it or strive for it, and I'm not someone who's saying, first off, I don't say I'm enlightened, anything but that, however you will inherently wake up to a greater reality. There's no way not to. Now, do you seek enlightenment for enlightenment's sake? I think that's like the silliest thing out there. You seek raising your frequency, living a greater life, helping humanity. Those are cool things. We have this this mistaken idea that I want to reach enlightenment and check out of here. Well, as the expression goes, it's been said one time too many, but it can't be said enough. Before enlightenment, chop wood, carry water, help your fellow woman or man. After enlightenment, chop wood, carry water, help your fellow woman or man. And I believe those who do achieve enlightenment come back here to help their fellow woman or man raise them up. So this goal of I'm doing it to check out doesn't work. However, you inherently are going to start to slip onto the other side of the veil to where you have a foot firmly in both worlds, and you're no longer navigating this world as if I like to say everything is as it is because it isn't. Yeah. <laughs> that will happen. It may happen in a very profound experience. You have a dream, you have a moment, you haven't an anything which can happen through automatic writing because you prime the pump, or it may be just a gradual realization. But then, As if I ask you, Sarah, could you ever go back?
0: No. Mm -mm.
1: Once you wake up, it's a done deal, end of story. And that is becoming a modern mystic. And that is my mission. Raise people's vibration, elevate consciousness, shift humanity, get you living on both sides of the veil. And then your light will bring others up as well. And that's how the world shifts. The world doesn't shift through a voting mechanism. I'm not picking on anything. It doesn't shift through a protest sign, though I'm not picking on anything or anyone. It shifts by shifting your energy and then helping others to shift their energy as well. That's my biased opinion.
0: I love it. Couldn't agree with you more. Thank you for sharing that. So I have one last question from the book, and then I want you to talk about your program and your university and anything else that you wanna share because I'm sure people are gonna wanna know so much more about how to connect with you. Intuition and creativity, two things that often come up um, people want more of more creativity, more intuition on page 144, you talk about where does creativity come from and how automatic writing helps cultivate intuition and creativity. So for all those people out there who are looking more for more of those two things, what can you tell us?
1: When you dive into automatic writing, we, had, uh, uh, we interviewed uh, several times Dr. Andrew Newberg for our book, a, a leading neuroscientist. He wrote Enlightenment in the Brain and several other amazing books. We talked about how, um, and, and he studied uh, the brains, you could say, of long-term automatic writing practitioners. And what he found was that during automatic writing, the frontal lobe, the thinking part of the mind, dialed down. The part of the mind having to do with executive functions and writing shut off. The part of the brain, the parietal lobe, responsible for I, me, my, a sense of self powered down. And at that point, the writing took off. Where did the writing come from? It didn't come from them it didn't come from their thinking mind science shows it right before you those part of the brain shut off the more that we go in and play in automatic writing the more we dial down the thinking mind and sort of like there's a a telescope i'll forget the name of it it's even bigger and better than the hubble telescope that's out there millions of miles from earth and it's slowly unfurling itself As you dive in more and more, you begin to unfurl this giant antenna of intuition and imagination that is now like holding your arms open, catching these most amazing words and ideas from someplace else. Does it happen for everyone? Absolutely. It's an inherent part of the process because Mm -hmm. truth be told we're all plugged in just the thinking mind gets in the way so we're unfurling the antenna away from the thinking mind Mm, so
0: powerful thank you thank you thank you i love that and it is there and available for everyone no matter what and what we call intuition, imagination, creativity. It's just something we tune into. It's always there and and it's always been there for you. So tell us about your program. Tell us about the School of Mystics. You have some amazing things that you're doing. I'm sure the community would love to hear about it.
1: So we have our automatic writing program, which has live classes each month so that we can dive you in the fastest way to learn automatic writing. And then all of these videos, so you can learn how to plug into your loved ones. You can learn how to plug into abundance. You can learn how to go to a Senate master's and on and on it goes. Plus these live events with me and that you can get at automaticwriting.com com and i made a special coupon code for today for everybody listening and that is master 50 to save 50 dollars on that and it is the simplest easiest way to get you because i love my book and the book's been as high as number one blah 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 but but going to me directly it's so much faster and easier and i've got a few hundred pages in automatic writing experience But why not just an hour, for instance, in a live class and be able to start doing it tomorrow morning? And so that's at automaticwriting.com. Now, as you start down this road, as you start to wake up to a greater reality, you're starting to become a mystic. That's what you were meant to do. That's why you chose to incarnate at this time you chose to help all of humanity no i didn't choose it it's too much that feeling of too much means that you chose it because you're sensitive that's a good thing let's harness that come join your fellow mystics in training at our school of mystics we meet four wednesdays a month everything i do is recorded in case you can't make it we meet live on zoom you ask your questions there's a teacher that a, a, a teaching that is a co-creation between me and the angels and guides. So we're right now, we're doing this month on clear vision, on being able to see beyond your eyes. And between you and me, Sarah, it's scary for me. It's scary as the the teacher, because I wake up each Wednesday morning and I have a general idea of what I'm gonna be teaching, a fractional little clue, that's it. And so I woke up last Wednesday morning, I go into my automatic writing. What can you tell me? Well, today, we're going to take your understanding of the third eye and how to open it up to a whole new level. And you'll be teaching tonight how to open your third eye. Oh, good grief. (laughs) And then this amazing teaching spills out before me and how to share it and how to work with people and how to practice this. And the classes are awesome, phenomenal, and fun. And then we all go on this journey, myself included, together. And it's really, really fun. You can find out about that in InspireNationUniversity.com. You'll scroll down and you'll find our School of Mystics. And bear with me one second, I'm going to give you a coupon code you can use there as well to have fun with this. So hold on one second, and I will get that for you here. And And while Michael is is
0: doing that, we will put all of these links and coupon codes at the bottom of the video here. So check that out. You don't have to remember all of this. We'll provide the links and the coupon code. Uh, Do you have it or do you want us to just put it in the links?
1: So uh, the coupon code for that, I'm going to make a new one as well. And we're going to call that master 60 so 60
0: master 50 for the automatic writing program and master 60 for the school of mystics
1: yes i i hopefully won't trip too many people up with that but play with the numbers you'll get it and and um it's very affordable and it's an easy i made it very affordable for a reason i want everybody to become a mystic i want everybody to have the opportunity to see something greater, to see the potential in themselves, to be able to not just resonate at this higher level, but to live at this higher level where you were meant to be.
0: Yes, exactly. And to our theme this month, to shine brightly and be all that you are. And you really embody that with what you just shared about tuning in each week to see What is the highest guidance? What is the highest teaching that wants to come through you? And then just trusting that and allowing that, even though you know it's not coming from your logical mind somewhere to just fully open up to source and that higher intelligence and let that come through. I really think that is how we embody this teaching of shine brightly and be all that you are. In each moment, you're either allowing all that you are or you're somehow doubting and denying it. So if you were to go into doubt and start denying that you have the ability to teach something like that, or who am I to do that? And all this stuff goes on in your head, you would never be able to go out there and shine brightly and be the leader and the way shower and the master that you are. So I just admire so much you, being willing to allow this incredible wisdom to flow through you and thank you for shining brightly and being all that you are because you're making such a major difference and impact in the world
1: thank you sarah a last note on this people will hear their thinking mind saying i can't do it i can't possibly not me anyone but me i'm not everybody else can but i and you start to get upset that's a good thing Because it means that an energy is flowing through you. Energy is neither good nor bad. It can be used. It can be harnessed. If you're feeling it can't be me, I'm not going to be able to do it. That's universe speaking to you going, I'm giving you so much energy that you're going to be able to harness and use. So the more that you feel it can't be me, the more that you know that energy isn't coming from you and can be harnessed. There's a flip sign to every coin. So while your thinking mind is fighting it, the universe is providing you so much fuel to go the other direction. Be brave, be bold, step forward, and you'll find that energy is simply here to serve you. So the more that you start fighting it, the more that you know the universe is actually on your side
0: love that. Love that. And I think at some point you've just come to the knowing that the universe is always on your side and the universe has such a greater vision sometimes for what's possible in your life than what your human mind could ever imagine. So I have loved every moment of this, Michael. Thank you so much for being here and for shining brightly and being all that you are. The links to everything we talked about and the coupon codes will be listed below. If you are interested in joining the Awakening Adventure with me and Mike Dooley and Bashar and Matt Kahn and others, my live interview will be on August 16th. We will provide the link to the Awakening Adventure as well. We have a new channeled course and experience called You are worthy of having it all. You're worthy, you're worth it. Uh, We have an amazing new course experience with the council coming out in September called You're Worth It, a journey to knowing you are worthy of having it all. And I think worthiness is such an important part of truly opening up and expressing the divine, shining brightly and being all that you are. So Michael Sandler, I love you. Thank you for being here. Also check out Inspire Nation on YouTube. He has done some incredible interviews. If you have not seen the interview that we did together, it was so much fun. Be sure to watch that. Any final words?
1: How does it get any better than this, Sarah? (laughs) How does it get any better than this? And that means surrender into all of it and you will find an unexpected greatness beyond anything, anything your thinking mind ever could have imagined and shine bright.
0: Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you so much. And thank you for tuning in to this episode of Journey of the Master. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you soon.